It starts with the gut. It ends with the gut. It's in your gut. Gut Talks. Hi, I'm Gary Gunapus, and you're listening to Gut Talks, double G, U, double T. Hi, everyone. I'm Maria, and welcome to season three of Gut Talks, double G, U, double T, a podcast about business, design, and gut feelings. We release a new episode every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And this is the new twist of season three. I started Gut Talks a couple of years ago to educate, spread some karma on the board, connect, reconnect, or learn from awesome entrepreneurs, industry leaders, and investors. I feel we're growing by the day, thanks to your feedback and everyone who's been on the show. By the way, there are no sponsors, but a like, a share, a comment, and hitting the subscribe button would mean a lot. Now let's get started. Hi, everyone. And uh, Karine, thank you so much for being on Gut Talks. So our episode is going to be about your journey in Estonia and what you're doing because you're doing some exciting stuff at the moment with Code UV. So Code UV is the school uh, to kickstart a career in IT, and it's founded by some of the top Estonian entrepreneurs. Karine has lots of experience in the tech world from an investments perspective and from the startup side, so on the ground. She was part of the European Innovation Academy. This is where we met. She worked with Angel Investment Networks. She was a consultant, business developer, program manager, and has a background in economics. And she's doing some exciting stuff today. So I know you're a millennial also, and I think I want to start off with this question, asking you about how was it growing up in Estonia? back in the 80s, 90s, and how did that shape, if you want, your journey to where you are today? So yeah, I was born in 1986. So during that time, Estonia was actually still part of the Soviet Union. I don't remember that time too much, but I do remember the period where we were getting our independence back, so in like 1991. And also, actually, I grew up in the countryside. It was a bit different kind of living, I think, compared to what I'm doing now. And also, I think it might be a bit hard to imagine, but uh, I lived with my family in a farm. So we also had like animals and so on. I have two older sisters. And I think I had like a really nice childhood. So, you know, like playing outside and enjoying a lot of fresh air. And I think at that time, I didn't imagine that Estonia would be, become this kind of tech country and what it will bring. But I think what I also realized in the 90s was that we were such a small country. And, you know, after the collapse of the Soviet Union, we didn't have much. So basically, people had to start reinventing everything. I think the 90s were an interesting time because people were scrambling, trying to figure out ways how to get some money from somewhere. They were doing like random jobs. Uh, for example, my parents, uh, they were getting some like sausages from a random uh, meat factory in the county. They were traveling to the capital to sell it off. So people were being quite inventive to figure out what to do and how to do it. And I think from our government's perspective, that was actually really good that we didn't have nothing uh, because that meant that they could start uh, building up a completely new country. And that was also the reason why we have so much technology also in the governmental way. So because like when you have a population of 1.3 million, then it's easy to implement new kinds of systems and uh, do things like online that might be really hard to implement in a country that has like 200 or 300 million people. Yeah, cool. Actually, I did an interview with uh, Callum Cameron that you know, I assume, right? Yeah. 
And that's one of the things in Estonia, right? Everyone kind of knows everyone. Or if you want to get to someone, it's so easy. It doesn't matter where you are on the kind of social or even government. Yeah, and right, you can just meet everyone and everyone's so connected, which is brilliant. And we were talking about, you know, Estonia being uh, the first digital society and so on. So I guess you experienced this firsthand, so you don't really remember how it was before, but you just grew up with that. I guess if you go to another country and you have some sort of complications, you just... How do you react when you see that, if you want, the system is not connected elsewhere and in Estonia it's just at the click of it? I mean, you don't even have to press a button sometimes, right? I think in other countries, I realize like how spoiled we are. For example, like I remember from banking side, I think I was maybe like 14, 15 when uh, like, I think even younger, actually got your own bank card, but sooner after that you had online banking and you could do it everything there. And also like with ID card. And I think I've only voted in person once in my life. It's always, you, you always do it like uh, online and that's completely doable. So whenever I talk with people from other countries that, for example, you know, you need a bank statement, you have to go to the bank or you have to go to do like taxes, physically, something like that. They're just like, why? And it, it also feels like people are spending so much time on stuff that it's like, yeah, but you don't have to do it. Or, you know, uh, when you have to do your taxes every year, it literally takes like two minutes to do them because everything is there. And then people have to, you know, collect receipts and like put them in and something like that. I'm just like, yeah, we're very spoiled in that and very used to it. And I, I think in if you go to other countries where it doesn't work, it also gets very frustrating. Uh, for example, like I went to Germany, quite often there you still have to pay in cash. I think in Estonia, for the last six months, I've had like two euros cash in my wallet for six months. And I used it yesterday because I have to leave a dip, uh, like <laughs> for a small bill. But you never use cash and then you have to go to a country where they use it. They're just like... Uh, how does that work? So yeah, you get very spoiled with these kind of things and you get so used to them and it, it's kind of, it, it blows your mind a bit that other countries are not functioning in that way. And especially like bigger countries because quite often they have like more funds to develop them, but also that means that they have more resistance from the people uh, to to make that kind of changes or that kind of innovation. Yeah, I guess uh, the fact that Estonia is a small country and small population it kind of makes it easier to connect and even to test things that could work maybe a bit differently with some adaptation on bigger scale. But still, I mean, you would have, I think, other kind of problems connected to the system, to the culture, not problems, maybe challenges. But I guess, does that make it in a way? Because, you know, I've been to Estonia a few times and I loved it. I went when the weather was kind of okay. So I was kind of like, I mean, I'm not going to say it was like very like warm, sunny, whatever, but I had some sun. I had some cold, but it wasn't freezing cold. People are friendly. Everyone speaks English. I mean, you're, you know, you're comfortable. You feel safe, like everything uh, around that. However, the only thing is it's a little bit hard to get to Estonia. Like finding a direct flight is a little bit difficult sometimes so you have to go through maybe Denmark or Finland or mm -hmm. Germany so why do you think because lots of big tech companies like massive disruptive companies came out of Estonia and still coming I mean Estonia has I was reading yesterday like that was um, data from Forbes from 2022 September 2022 saying that Estonia has over 1300 startups and it's growing at a 30 percent uh, rate every year. Do you think that this fact that it's complete, like the society is so digitized or digitalized in general, does this help people stay there and not want to move? I think people still move quite a bit. 
But I think also one thing that Estonians are used to, like if you want to travel somewhere, as I mentioned, that you have to go through like Helsinki or Riga or Warsaw. So because we've never had that many direct connections, you're so used to that it's going to take you a bit of a while. It's also okay. Like obviously it would be more convenient if you get to do it quicker. But uh, again, like it's always been like that. So it, it's doable. Obviously, like uh, it's not the best, but you're so used to it, then you plan for it. And I think... Uh, like what's the reason with Estonia, like how many startups and all the this we have, I think most of them are still actually planning to go outside because Estonia is too small country. But on the other hand, it's a good testing ground. So if you want to develop a new service, a new product, you have just enough people to actually have this kind of first group to see if it works and then you expand outside. And I don't think anybody is just planning to be in Estonia and build something just for Estonia because with 1.3 million people, it just doesn't make sense. No, no, absolutely. No, I meant in terms of living, but for sure, I mean, Estonia, you know, starts maybe in Estonia and then you go and like, you have Bolt, that's everywhere. You have yeah. Skype Drive, you have Skype Wise. I use all of these, you know. It starts with the gut. It ends with the gut. It's in your gut. Gut Talks. Thanks for listening. Subscribe, share, or like to get notified about the upcoming episodes of this segment and upcoming segments.